Okay, we're looking at the undiluted love of God. And we have been taking it as a series as God has been helping us. And um, this is day two, actually. And we'll be looking at the transforming power. The transforming power of the love of God. The transforming power of the love of God. Yesterday, we looked at the revelation of God's love. The revelation of God's love. Um, but today we'll be looking at the transforming power of God's love. God's love is powerful. God's love is powerful. God's love is powerful. And but today we'll be looking at the transforming power of His love. Um, let's take a we're looking at Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 3, our anchor scripture, which was Jeremiah chapter 31. And verse 3, Jeremiah, if you are, you can post the scripture on the group, Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 3, yes, it says, the Lord appeared, the Lord had appeared of old unto me, saying, yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love, therefore with loving kindness I draw, I drawn thee. I have loved thee with an everlasting love. God has loved us with an everlasting love. His love is everlasting. His love is you can be you we, we, we can be loved by many people, many things. We can be loved by several, you know, families and friends. But when you none of those love practically accept expressed through this love we're talking about can really transform. You know, they talk about different love, different kinds of love and all that. And we really don't, we, we really don't we'll like to go into that, that journey. But, understanding the ultimate love that there should be or that should be the ultimate love, which is the God's love. God's love for each and every one of us. God's love is, that's the agape love in, in, in in Hebrews, it's called the agape love, the agape love of God. In Greek, sorry, the agape love, which is able to transform us. Because this journey, Christian journey we have, is a journey of transformation. As we see in Second Corinthians, it's a journey of transformation that should transform us into an image. Because the God created us in his image and his likeness. And that is the system by which we are supposed to live and maintain our lives here on earth in his image and his likeness because it is by god's image and likeness where we give the the, the the foundation of um the authority and the dominion of god will lie upon you can't express dominion in an image or in a likeness other than god true dominion is sustained on the likeness and the image of god but let's 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 narrow down to what we have today in john 3 16 you know, it's a very popular scripture. It says, for God so loved. You know, when I read that scripture or when it crosses my heart, the part that really gets to me is the part called so loved. You know, you tell someone, I love you, I love you, or this person loves you. But the part where we are saying, where, where, where that, that article has to be used to quantify, in order to, in order to describe God's love, 
or the dimension or the extent, the intensity of God's love to us, it's really, it's really, it really touches the heart. It says, for God so loved the world. For God so loved the world. Why? What would, what would attract or compare such a dimension of God's love towards us? And the intensity by which God even expresses it. Is it that this race, this dispensation, this man that God created a lot of things. Is it that this man he created was too superb that could warrant that level of God's love? Are we that flawless? Are we that special? Are we that so good? Are we that so wonderful that we could command such love of God? So why, 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 why this, this extent of, or why this degree of love towards us? Because the Bible says, for John 3, 16, we see there, it says, for God so loved the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But the first part is still something that it should take you time to really, it, 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 it can't, you can't really, you have, you need the Holy Spirit to help you come to a point where you can really accept it. Because it's such, it's such, it's such, it's coming from such a depth that cannot be exhausted. For God so loved, why? Look at yourself and try to give me a reason why you could say that you deserve that, that extent of love, not from your spouse, not even because you, you could, you could, you could boast of, of receiving a dimension of love from your fellow human beings because of what you did, who you are today. It says blood is thicker than water, so they are mandated to give you that love. You deserve that love. You you are you have the ownership my, my mindset on eternity. But when it now says from God, what have you truly done for him that warrants that this degree of love to you? If you say the transforming power of God's love is from this point, from allowing your mind begin to process things as this, that you the that transforming power will begin to work in you. When, when, when the degree of God's love can begin to start breaking your heart, not breaking it in the wrong way, of course, I mean, start bringing you to a point of deep um, um, reasoning and deep meditation, contemplation, that is when you begin to see light. You begin to see certain revelation that humbles you, that brings you to your knees and says, no, Because evil scripture says in Ephesians chapter 3, we're supposed to come there, but let me just jump there and pick something there. Ephesians chapter 3 from uh, between verse 16 to 19, but don't post it yet, we'll get there quick. I think our time is even far going, but we thank God. It says Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16 to 19. There, I think verse 19 part was saying, to know the love of God. It said from verse 16 was saying, by the Spirit of God, many things are made known unto us. But that verse 19 says now says, to know the love of God that passeth knowledge. How can you know something that passeth knowledge? To know the love of God that passeth knowledge. That this is beyond. In verse 18, he was talking about that we could comprehend the depth, the length, the height, and the depth of God's love among the brethren. We live in a three-dimensional world, but this is talking about the fourth dimension because it's deeper than what we can see. It, it revealed the fourth dimension here. 
though you live in a three dimensional, also it's deeper than what you can see. The love of God is not something you just know by mental knowledge. It has to be revealed by the Spirit. Okay, now we are now let's let's just go deep into what we have what we are dealing with now. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for all trans. Romans chapter five and verse five. It says that uh, in my own word, the last part because of the time you can post the scripture. Romans five and verse five. It was saying the last part says, and the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. Romans five five and hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. You see now, it was not based on you just sitting down and you can think it from, from anyhow or anywhere you want to think it from about the love of God and you feel no. See, the love of God revealed just to your mind will not really transform you. It is 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 futile. It 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 doesn't it doesn't it doesn't hold. You have to allow the Holy Ghost reveal this to you. So you have to go on a journey with the Holy Spirit to allow the depth of God's love to be able to transform the depth to the depth by which the depth the degree of depth to which transformation is possible is where the Holy Ghost will start journeying you through. What I mean is this: the Holy Spirit will start taking you on a journey into the depth of God's love for you, and by that. You begin to see the transforming effect or the transforming power of the Holy Spirit at work in, in and through your life. You can give, you know, we say we like I remember I said we have different types on different forms of love. But but those love does not really transform us. And you can those loves are, are based on certain conditions, certain principles, certain acts or expectations but the love of god is what we can really express to people and bring them into a place of satisfaction fulfillment and transformation praise master jesus it says the love of god is shed abroad in our hearts by the holy spirit so the love that transforms originates from a place which is your heart because it is shared it is revealed. It is established. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is revealed by the Holy Spirit in your heart. So, how much of the love of God has been revealed in your heart? Because you can only express the love of God to people, which we'll be looking at the end. We'll be looking at that at the ending part of this series. The transforming power of the love of God. Or sorry, I said the, trans- the being an extension. Sorry, being an extension of God's love. You can't. Only be an extension of God's love by how much of his love that you have received or has been revealed in your heart. So when you check your, your love work, because one way you can measure your spiritual growth, remember one of that topic we were dealing with some weeks ago, one way you can measure the degree of your transformation or the degree of your spiritual growth in God is as a result, is, is, is the degree by which you are trans, by which you express or the love of God is being expressed in and through your life to others. Because Jesus says, then you will know you are my, they will know that you are my disciples when you love one another, when you express this love, when you show this love that I have shown to you. So you know that you are growing. You know that you are growing by the degree of God's love that expresses, emanates from your life. Praise Master Jesus. 
So how much of God's love is finding expression in and through your life? There is, there is, there is the love of God that transforms us. It's true, the love of God transforms a person. You want to be transformed into the nature and the love of, and the, into the nature and the life of God. You know, this name of this network is expressing Christ. You can practically say expressing the love of God. Expressing love because everything about God came from the place of love. Every single thing came from the place of love. Creating man was from a communion of love. Working with man is the result of his love. Coming to die for man is a result of his love. Even even rapture coming is a result of his love. Heaven, heaven, a place created for us is as a result of his love. So everything is as a result of the love of God. And I was asking myself why waiting for this section. Now what, what is the highest expression of God's love towards us? What's the highest expression of God's love towards us? Is it God giving you money? Is it God giving you things? Is it God taking you abroad? Is it God buying you things or God doing a miracle for you? What's the, what's the highest expression of God's love towards you? Do you know? Because you can settle for less if you don't understand the highest point of God's expression towards you. You can settle for less if you don't understand to what degree is the love of is is God by his love taking you to or want, want, wanting to bring you to. Where he wants to bring you by the transforming power of his love. What he wants to transform you into by the transforming power of his love. You will fall short or settle for less if you don't know the full scope of God's love towards you. So what is the highest point, the highest expression, sorry, of God's love towards you? What can you say is the highest expression of God's love towards you? Anything, anything that God does in your life in order to bring you anything God has done or is doing. Sorry, let me rephrase. Anything God has done or is doing in your life to bring you to a place of intimacy and fulfilling his will. For your life is I count it personally as the highest expression of God's love towards us. It's even in scripture because that's what you see all that God was trying to do. Because the Bible is just not just as a book; it's like a journey, a journey of God's thoughts, a God, a journey of God's actions, a a compendium of God's ways and God's ex, of of God's um um God's acts towards us, understanding what God was trying to do from Genesis to Revelation. What was this being, this being trying to accomplish? What was he trying to accomplish? From Genesis to, 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 to Revelation. What was God trying to accomplish? Where was he coming to? What was the point he was trying to make? Anything God has done and is doing in your life to bring you to a place of oneness of communion with him 
and a place where you can live and express his will and agenda is the highest point of the law because this 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 answer is so powerful that it can it captures many things in our lives that you may be trying to find an answer to or trying to know why is this thing going on in your life why is this thing going on in your life if it's possible to write this this thing down what is the highest expression of expression of god's love towards me it is everything or anything that god has done and is doing in my life to bring me to a place of intimacy or oneness with him and to live and express or live and fulfill his will and agenda concerning my life is the highest expression of God's love. So if God at a point in your life does not give you a car, is an expression of his love. You and I think now it's making sense. If God if certain things occur in your life and you can't explain, why didn't this application to go to this place or travel this place didn't work out? Before you start binding devil, you need to check with God to know is this is this is this, is there something interrupting with your plan? So you now know okay, warfare has to be done, or um you have to bind spirit and all that. But if God is this according to your ways or according to your plan? Is this are you are you behind this? If yes, you are at peace, you are at rest. You don't start murmuring, hey, why did you reject me? Reject my application. If you must submit to the ultimate love, you may not have everything figured out in your mind, but you trust the one who has proclaimed his internal and everlasting love towards you. We try to depend or we try to put hope on the love of man or man in any aspect of life. I don't care who your parents. If you see, even the Bible says, Can a woman forget a suckling child? For even God to put that on a scale of probability shows that it's possible because one of the highest relationship we have on earth is a mother and a suckling child. That, that bond is so strong, my God. Do you, do you know the, 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 as far as the, the, the being able to give nine months of yourself to, to, to nurturing, to nurturing one, one, um, a, a, a being, a human being, a person coming into this uh, nine months and it's not just nine months and you are, you are resting. No. For the years the child will have to grow for life till the child is able to come to the point of maturity in this world. And the Bible says there's possibility for a man to forget that something child. It's a tendency in men. But God has declared his internal love towards us. He has declared his everlasting love towards you. God has not given you the spirit of fear but of love. Love. He said, I have loved you with an everlasting love. And with my loving kindness, I have drawn you. He has proclaimed, saying, I will not leave you nor forsake you. For I so loved you that I gave my only begotten son. You, In that answer I gave, you can also capture everything God has done. The process of redemption. The process of, 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 of releasing his spirit, the Holy Spirit. All are those things that he has done. In order to what? To bring us to the point of oneness or intimacy or communion with him. That, that's why the Bible says in Colossians that we are now divine partakers of his life. We are now divine partakers. Divine partakers of his life. Divine partakers of his nature. 
We are now divine partakers. Those are the things he has done. And what he's doing in your life is leading you through a process. Okay, stay in this. I want you to stay in this place, in this season of your life. And keep 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 building yourself in this area. Keep building yourself in this area. Or it takes you through a process of, you know, God, God, God becomes valuable because of his refining process. Not because of his mining process. You mine gold out. Is is it it is is it is potentially valuable at that time, but when it now goes through his refining process, when they harvest gold from the earth and it's so dirty and all that, they are not sad. There is a process that gold will go through. That gold is not should not lose his self-esteem. But he must submit himself to the refining process. So there are certain processes in life God will take you through. You may have lost a loved one. I won't tell you that ah God may want your loved ones to die and all that, but through that experiences. God may have God can use God can use those experiences to take you through a process, to take you through a formation process or a reformation process, a renewing process, a transforming process, in order to bring you into more first, more intimacy or closeness or dependency on Him and causing you to fulfill His will and His agenda for your life. Because the highest point, the highest point a man can can a highest point a man can see is our life is the point where you are fulfilling God's will for your life. I don't care where the state, this level you are in life, or the place you have gone in in life, how much you have attained in life. If it's not according to the will and the agenda for God for your life, you are not. You are not. In, you, are, you are not a success. Success is determined from you as a believer. Your, your your success should be determined from God's standpoint. From God's perspective, meaning look through the eyes of God, look through the vistas of God to be able to see how your life should be. So I can attain my PhD, get many degrees. But when I look from God's perspective, or when I look from God's eyes, I am so far, veered or far away from the place that God wants me to be. So I can glory myself in marriage. I'm, 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 a, I'm a married man now. I'm a married this, de, 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 the best wedding, blah, 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 blah. But if it's not aligned to the... Everybody will, God is, a, is, a, is, a, is a promise in scripture. Everybody should not want to admit. Everyone will get married. I'm not against marriage. What I'm, what I'm saying is that the point by which you should view your life as a successful, prosperous, fulfilling life as a fulfilling life satisfying life is when it's in line with God's will and agenda for you this could help us when we look at certain people you don't cast you, you when you look at certain people and you see that their life may not be going the way you desire it should be a man's life should go because yours is going well and you look at someone's life and you may see you may see one or two things that 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 according to your definition and perspective, this person may not be is, is not living well, you know, in quote and all that. And you 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 want to look down on that person, you want to have a notion or have an idea about that person's life, thinking that ah, what wrong did this person do? Uh Jesus was walking with the disciples and they saw a man that was was it lame? I think but the man was lame that that, that in John. They, they asked the disciples. The, the disciples asked Jesus, sorry. They said, Master, who committed an offense? Is it 
the parents of this man or is it the offense he committed that brought him to that situation? Look at what Jesus replied. He said that is neither a parent nor there are, because there are certain things that can come or be happening in your life as a result of the mistakes of our parents. There are certain things that come to your life by your own mistakes. But Jesus said, this one is for the glory of God. So a person that can be looking at that man, be looking downcasted, looking at him useless, looking at him not worth nothing. But in the eyes of Jesus, he said that this life will bring glory to him. So you can be a rich man and in God's eyes, he valued a man that is by the street more than that person. Because one brought glory to his name. How will you live your life to please? How will you live your life to please what or who did not create it? Do you understand? How will you be pleasing to who and what did not create you? So everything, anything about our life should be spent on bringing glory and satisfaction to the one who created it? Praise Master Jesus. What is the highest expression of God's love towards us? Like what we said. Why did God come to redeem us? When you start contemplating all these things, it's, it's what begins to create the atmosphere of transformation in your life. You begin to see how much the love from, not saying they are not important, but the ultimate. You begin to see the ultimate love over your life the ultimate opinion you should value over your life the ultimate decision you should take over your life the ultimate um, 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 desire you are to fulfill you are, you are mandated to to live for the ultimate whose desire you are mandated to live for whose opinion matters whose decision over your life matters not yours not even your parents not even those around you there should be a channel by which they re, they, re, they, 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 they the will, the love, the the, the, the the desires of God comes through. Because they are, everyone is a channel. We are all stewards. We are not owners of anything. Do you truly understand God's love? When we say God's love, what do you understand by it? Is it the affections of God towards you? Or is it just... Is it just the, the speakings of God towards you that is God's, that you understand by God's love towards me? What is truly God's love towards you? When I'm in a place by which I don't have all the money and everything, but I'm going through a process by which it doesn't seem pleasing to my flesh, but I'm glad in that. Look at the life of Joseph. He understood something nobody around him understood. What powered him or what, what, what enabled him to live through all what he lived through was not the knowledge of the love of his parents or the not, in fact, if you say the knowledge of the love of his brothers, obviously, if that's what their love could do, ah, then <laughs> what would their hatred do to him? So I can be in a state. I can be in a process. I can be in a season in my life. It's as if there's a little delay. It's as if there is a shifting, there is a shaking going on. I don't start cursing God or cursing everybody around me. Or no, I sit down. I I I look from God's perspective. This is when you contemplate with the Holy Ghost. Remember, the Holy Spirit is the one that shared the love of God abroad in your heart. He's with you, he's in you. It's, it, 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 will, it will be open your eyes to things that 
The reason he can begin to speak to you that the reason God allowed you, son or daughter, to be in this process or to go through this process once upon a time in your life or even presently is to help shape you. Or there is a place I was, I'm taking you to. So this season is important. This is what I want you to learn. Two days I had a I had a, a, a very unpleasant experience. Two days consecutive. I want to start come now. God, can you immediately? I began to all of a sudden my heart, my soul begin to see it from a different perspective. I started saying, okay, from this experience, I've learned integrity. I've learned crisis control. I've learned how I can trust God to help. That's what I was 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 going through my heart. Not I couldn't want to start lambasting and just pour the anger on everybody and everywhere I see. No. I'm in a season in my life. I'm like, God, when will you make a way? When will this thing open up? When will you be the next step for my life? People are saying, okay, what are you doing? But when God sit down yesterday, God opened my eyes. I only prayed it a short prayer. I thought I have to fast for this. Lord, I was asking him concerning purpose and death, and he showed me certain things. He opened my eyes to my book, something I've wrote down. I just heard it in my in one of my fellowship with him, and I wrote it down, I forgot about it, opened my old jotter, and I began to see the things he has revealed to me that he has called me to do that I forgot. And all of a sudden, all those things I tell you from the depth of my heart, everything I'm going to begin to make sense. Immediately, I want to pour myself into the process. Because I saw something more greater than the pain I'm going through. I saw God, God taking me to a place more greater than what I was going through. Oh my God, it gladdens my heart. This is the point you get to, you thank God for the process that you are going through, even though it's unpleasant. This is the point where you thank Him for everything that has happened in your life. You also trust God to reveal to you when it's as if the end interrupts His plans also. Because you mean, you must understand the balance and the thin line. Wisdom is the ability to recognize the thin line between matters. Not just grumbling everything together. No. I've prayed for this and this thing didn't come. It's God's revelation of God's love. Is 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 a process is taking me to taking me through. That is transforming me because my great mentor, I love him from the depth of my heart, said something. He said, success is not a result of what you have. Or success is not a result of what you start, what you, what you possess. Success is the result of who you are becoming. Success is a, is, is, is the resultant effect of who you are becoming, not what you are having. So a rich man may not be successful. Because who you are becoming, I, I I take this as one of my goals in life, one of my visions, one of my purpose in life, to bring men into the understanding that their life should be lived from God's from God's perspective or God's standpoint, or from God's knowledge or God's desires for them, not by their own way. Or should, if I should rephrase it, to help men live their life from God's perspective. That is my goal. That's my purpose in life. That's my vision. That I, I, I find fulfillment when I begin to see men. That they, though they can be in the shadow of 
death. They are not afraid. They know that this is part of what God is taking me through to, to form me, to, to knock me into shape. That's one of my prayer prayers some days ago. Not knock me into shape. To put me into shape, into what God is calling me to do. When you know the purpose for your life, leadership sets in. Everyone. I, yesterday I found out what one of the things God has made me into. He said you are a leader of leaders, not leaders, leader of followers. And I never knew I wrote this thing last year, long years ago. I went to my Facebook profile. Something just I went to the, to see the description. I wanted to change it into what God just told me. And I went there. And I didn't know that I have I have put I have put in there raising kingdom leaders. I wanted to jump off of my seat. I said, My God, this is where we glory in tribulation. Knowing that this tribulation is not to consume me, not to bring me down. This tribulation is not to kill me. But to bring me into what God has called me to do, or called me to, who has who he has called me to be. There are certain things we pursue that should come as we transform into what God wants us to be. The world will cause you to pursue those things that you should be that should come to you. You are to, you are now going after them. May God grant us understanding. The highest expression of God's love towards us. Anything God has done or has accomplished and is doing in my life to bring me to a place of closeness, oneness, dependency with Him, and to live according to His will and His agenda for my for according to His will and agenda and His agenda is an, is the highest expression of God's love towards me. Father, thank you for this powerful revelation. Thank you. Thank you. You could you could have just cancelled this whole word because we have been giving you problems. <laughs> or you chose to redeem us onto a greater purpose with you. What what kind of love is that? What do you understand? Is God's sacrifice? He, he so loved you that He gave you His only begotten Son. His only begotten Son. His only begotten Son. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. Blessed be your name, O God. 